Hello friends, this is Chris from Bruise and Biceps, and welcome to another episode of the Bruise and Biceps podcast. On this episode, I get to visit at Beardless Brewhouse, a small brewery over here in Milton, Florida, that are definitely doing big things. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. So we're here at Beardless, right here in the small little town of Milton. Milton, Florida, yep. Right? So... In general, uh, just real quick, introduce yourselves well, and then how you partake in beer this year. So, I guess I'll start. Um, Steve Dobbs, uh, been a Milton resident on and off for most of my life. I'm a Navy brat, so I kind of moved here and then moved out again and went and got stationed someplace else, then came back and forth. Uh, went to school at UWF for you know <clears throat> a number of years and uh, got, got my bachelor's and master's there. Then for professional, my, my regular day job, I moved off to Memphis and then came back here for some family reasons and met up with Nick and ended up starting this place and been loving it ever since. Okay. So, so this place started in 2018? 2018. 2018. 2018. Okay. All right. So, and... So I'm going to I'm gonna correct Steve um, because works. I can. Yeah, <laughs> because um, I belong to you and you belong to me. I'm Leslie Dobbs, Steve's wife. Um, even though I'm not officially on the paperwork here, I feel like I'm the loudest. She's Mama owner. Bear. Mama Bear. Yeah, Mama, Mama Bear. Bear. Um, we we did we moved. So I was also born and raised here in Milton. Um, only moved once in my life to Memphis, Tennessee, and that was that was a really fun experience. But coming back was even even better. Um, my Steve husband came across this little brewery that had just gotten started and started hanging out and eventually he um, somehow worked his way into helping them brew beer. Not not surprising at all. Um, and and then they asked if we wanted to, to buy in and help and we were in a position to do that. And we did. Um, Nick didn't realize that also going to get me. Yeah, I thought I was getting Steve. Yeah, no, <laughs> I didn't know Leslie came as a package deal. Yeah, package deal. Absolutely. Sorry, not sorry. Um, and I, I kind of helped run the tap room bit. I don't know quite as much about beer as Steve and Nick do, but um, I, I enjoy pouring the beer and having the bartenders talk to people and selling the beer and, and organizing, organizing everything. Organizing and doing <laughs> spreadsheets. And I did see you here quite often. Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. I'm also the only one that doesn't have a full-time job. I only maybe do the paying job once once a week. Okay. So it, it helps. So you have the most free time to do all yes. this. Yes. Gotcha. All right. Uh, I'm Nick. I'm one of the OG Beardless kind of founders. Uh, it actually started with me and a friend of mine, and uh, we ended up parting ways a year into it. Um, Steve bought in and was able to help me kind of continue Beardless and, and help us keep growing. Um, and like I said, we've been here for two and a half years, going half on years. three years this year. Um, Steve and I kind of do more of the brewing operations, brewing management, um, and Leslie's more of the event planning, and we've got some great people to help with the front of house that kind of take some pressure off of her as well. Um, got a day job, I'm a chemist. Uh, it's kind of how I got started in all of this, is just a, a passion for experimenting. Okay. So we, we got to kind of tinker with homebrew, and um, Dallas is my original partner, and we moved down here from Kentucky um, five, 
five years ago now. And uh, we've been brewing up there together for four or five years. And uh, brought that passion down here, kept making beer every weekend, five gallons at a time in my garage. And somebody told me that they would they would pay me for some beer. Okay. So I was uh, gonna ask you, when the moment when was the moment that you realized you were pretty good at it? I mean I like to think I'm good at it. Um, I haven't made a beer though in a while. <laughs> but but most definitely. I mean, um, I've I've always wanted to open my own business and kind of be my own boss. And I'm not quite there yet. Still got that day job, that nine to five dragging me down. But um <laughs> So so beerless is your side hustle? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, most that's, definitely. That's a pretty good side hustle. Well, I mean, as soon as it starts paying me, it'll be good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're still small. Um and uh it, it's we're we're doing this for the passion of craft beer. Um, we we love beer so much that we don't take money out of this business. We we're trying to grow Milton. We're trying to grow craft beer in the Panhandle, and every penny that we make is getting thrown right back into this. Okay. Um, so we're just we're just trying to grow the business little by little. It, it's definitely a small city that deserves to be grown. Uh, so Absolutely. when you come here and you see that, and and I, and I just want to stop for a moment that for for the people that are listening, when you come here. There's a certain part when you walk past that picket fence that you get into this atmosphere of welcome and you, you realize that you're amongst friends and everything else. It's almost like a, a small bit of cheers that just landed right here where you're just interacting with the same amount of people and you see them. And even if you don't know their name, you feel, hey, you know, you're saying yep. hello. I mean, when you're in a small town of, what, 10,000 people, you're bound to run into people that you already know or that you're going to eventually know. So. Uh, I just want to thank you guys for happy, having this place because it's, it's definitely a good gathering place for Absolutely. people to feel That's, welcome. That was that was our original plan. Um, you know, we're from, I'm from Lexington, Kentucky. Um, the craft beer scene up there is probably similar to Indianapolis, right? Where seven years ago, ten years ago, it was really on the up and up, and you know, craft breweries started popping up on every corner, kind of like they are down in Pensacola now. Right, um, and. You know, we saw that up there and came down here and realized there was a void that needed to be filled. There were bars, sure. There were restaurants that had a bar, but there was this unique, like, void of community gathering place. And that's really what we, like, strive to create. Like, we wanted a small, inviting, non-discriminatory, open-arms atmosphere. We wanted everybody to feel like they could come here, whether you're young or old or black or white or had dogs or had kids. Right. I wanted you to come here. And I wanted to know your name. And that is, has been a huge part of what Beardless is. Is no matter when you come here, you're going to, more times than not, at least see an owner. Right. Um, we're here. We're, we're part of this. We're not just money chasing more money. Um, you know, we're, we're trying to become part of what Milton can be. An investment oh, and a I, contribution to the absolutely, community. Absolutely. To the community more than anything. Because I know what, in my head, I know what Milton can be. Right. And we're barely, barely chipping away at the potential of this little town. I agree. I agree. All right. So I'm going to ask, where does the name Beardless come from? You know, because typically your stereotypical uh, craft beer enthusiast is an IPA, this, and they got the nice little, you know, they even got the corn kite pipe just to go along with the look. shirt and the yeah. beard down to their neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, and, um, and that's just the waitress. That's <laughs> right. Um, that's definitely where part of the name came from. Um, we were, Dallas and I were looking at things. Uh, we, we'd explored opening a brewery in Kentucky. 
Um, and the, the scene was very much what I would call like stereotypical hipster craft beer. You know, like when you think Portland beer, Denver beer, you think big, right? you know, bearded kind of guys back there making your beer, everybody in flannel and suspenders serving it, you know, um, and it's just, it's really ironic because I can't grow a beard to save my life. <laughs> Um, gotcha. You know, so it started. What you got now is what, like uh, a month. No, this is a yeah. solid twelve days, though. It's a, it's a good neck beard. It's good. Yeah. It's a good start. Yeah. That's about as big as it gets, though. That's it. Yeah, it's still downloading. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's that's where the name started. Um, we really wanted something that wasn't um, necessarily tied to an area because we weren't sure where we were going to start. Okay. Um, so we had this idea in our head, and it was like, hey, someday, you know, we might be able to kind of what I call GoPro at this. And uh, I don't necessarily want to be like Lexington Beer Company or you know, Pensacola Bay or even like Gulf Coast kind of ties you to an area. Whereas Beardless, I can pick my brand up and go wherever I want to. Um, and, and that's kind of, it was just synonymous with who we are, Beardless. Right. Can't, can't grow the beard. What we kind of stand for in that we don't necessarily do everything differently. We put our own spin on things, but we're not your typical craft beer bar, you know? Because we are very welcoming, very open, we don't have the stereotypical, like, hipster kind of crowd. Right. Um, so we wanted to establish that, and then we wanted to be able to say, you know, whether I'm on the water or three blocks off like I am now, this name fits our, at least, persona. We didn't want to be tied to one road, one street, or one area, right. you know? I think you nailed it on that because uh, honestly, it's it's more of a family gathering place from what I see. Yeah. You know, when I come here and I can have my wife and my two kids here, and you know, and I'm going to still have a great craft beer. You know, you kind of hit the mark when you say you don't want to be that run of the mill hipster stereotypical. This is a craft beer place, and that's it. Yep. You don't know craft beer, yeah. you don't belong. Yeah, well, and that's the thing that you know, there's been a lot of a lot of breweries that I've been to that they kind of have that feel. It's like you know, our beer is fantastic, and you should worship this stuff. And, like, no, no, if you don't know a lot about craft beer, we want you to come here and experience it. Right. We want you to come here and try different things and learn that it's all cool, neat stuff. You know, we have so many people that come in here and say, I don't know anything about craft beer. I drink, you know, American Light Lagers. What do you have? And we take the time to show them neat, neat new cool flavors. We find a beer that fits what their, what their flavor profile is now and then start growing what they like by letting them try different things. Right. find out, hey, we like this too, we like this, and they won't grow. And then that's the best approach because yeah. I'll tell you, I have friends, they try craft beer and they'll pick up something super hoppy and they'll be like, nope, never want to touch that again, mm -hmm. I'm good with my Natty Light yep. or something like that. Well, you know? you'll, you'll really be surprised. Um, when you actually take the time to talk to people, talk to customers, you, know, you figure out what flavors they like, or maybe they like ciders, maybe they like wines, maybe they drink cranberry, you know, vodkas. Right. Uh, we can find a flavor, maybe not necessarily something we have on tap, but we can probably get close. Uh, we have a really wide range of like, our spectrum you of beer, Absolutely. you know? Like today's release is the raspberry cheesecake uh, sour, and I'm not a sour guy, but I'll tell you, this is by far one of the better sours that I've had. That's so, so flattering. Some sours that are made, and I'm sure you guys have tasted enough to get that weird pukey bile aftertaste because yeah. it's done incorrectly. You know, but this one finishes sweet and then tart yep. at the same well, time. Yeah, right? if, if they're aiming for that for that flavor, you know, great. There, there's a lot of breweries that, that try to go so far overboard into certain flavors that those flavors are great for the first sip or two. But then I don't want to drink an entire one. Right. That's and, the that's the really great thing about craft beer. 
is that there's something out there for everybody. Yeah, the spectrum is huge. It's almost endless. Um, There's very, very sweet. There's really, really balanced, really dry, very tart, very bitter, lights, darks, everything you can imagine is is out there. And it's just about finding the right fit for you. Right. That's something that we try and provide is a little bit of everything for everyone. And that was the question I was going to ask you on, on that note. What, what is the city of Milton drinking? And what is your connection between what you brew and what the community feedback is? Um, notice the hesitation. Yeah, because um, yeah, I mean, um, you got to appeal to your absolutely. community for that support. Right. I mean, most, you know, most yeah, I was going to say, obviously, you know, you know, kayak fuel, our cream ale, our, our lightest beer that we have, that's our most popular. Okay. Uh, you know, it was named kayak fuel because, you know, that's the recipe that Nick came up with when he was, you know, looking for a beer to go out on the river and, and kayak around. In the hot Florida summer, it's fantastic. Yeah. You can't be beat. Um, but then, you know, we have, you know, some other, other, we go off into different flavors. You mentioned our sours. A good sour in Florida in the summertime also can't be beat. Yeah, this you know? season is definitely the so summer of sours. It's yep. so refreshing. I think we got past the summer of hazies, and yes. I think yes. we're moving on to the summer yes. of sours. So. Yes. We're ready for that. But then, you know, we also do a couple of neat barrel-aged beers, you know, our uh, Imperial Stout, and we bring that back once a year. All the dark chocolates and, and, and whiskey barrels behind that. Uh, it's fantastic in October, November when it's going to cold. Then we got a few different IPAs. It's, it's, uh, the people in Milton have been drinking a bit of everything. It's, it's, okay. There's a lot of people out here who, who haven't had the exposure to a lot of things. So they're trying all this neat stuff and going, wow. I never not, knew this not, existed, yeah, right? Not, yeah, not, and here it is in my backyard. This wow. is beer. This is a, a, like that's not an uncommon statement, right? Um, obviously, kayak feels going to be our best selling beer. Most people are like used to drinking American Light Lagers, Bud Light, Mick Ultra. Those are synonymous with beer drinkers. Uh, so we have a beer that captures that market. Uh, I think we are becoming more known now for our sours. Okay. Um, our we do fruited sours. I think we do them pretty well. They are they're kettle soured, um, so they're not like traditional Belgian or anything sours where they take years to make. Okay. Um, they are the American cheap sour, but um, we I think perform them pretty responsibly by by uh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Um, no, I I think that we make them really responsibly. We don't. Um, we don't try and make like sugar soda beers, you know, right. um, a couple, maybe a year ago, I think brewery up north got in trouble for just dumping a bunch of fruit into the beer and they, they labeled the alcohol content wrong. 450 North. I wasn't going to name that. I said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know why? Because I went there several times yeah. and I'm like, I'm walking away. They have, you good to drive? I'm good to they, drive. They've got, got a million, they've got a million, you know, followers. They have yeah. lines for days on their slushy yeah. beer releases. Um, it's popular. It, 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 absolutely, it's fruit juice. Yep. Uh, that isn't craft beer to me. Right. Um, so we do things. We approach things a little bit differently. Um, we try and balance our flavors a little bit better. We want you to know that it's still beer. Yeah, it tastes like raspberry and cheesecake, um, but we try and achieve those flavors in what I would say is the it's most still, craft way. Possible. Still leave the craft into it. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Rather than just trying to turn and burn a product. Yeah. You know, and, and I'll say 450 North because I I went there, I talked to them yep. and, and when the news broke, I was like, 
those guys. <laughs> you know, but you know, it was eight percent, but it was really two. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's pretty amazing. But you know, to each their own. Yep. Everybody has a different palette, and they're popular, and they have a good following. Doing very well, and yep. a lot of people yep. really enjoy the products. Yep. Um, you can't hate them for chasing that market. They are kings of that market right yep. now. They have it. They have it cornered. Yep. yep. And if you love that big sweet flavor, that's it. That that's that's the way to do it. Yep. We, we, we prefer to take that fruit and actually ferment it as part of the process. Right. So the sweetness goes away, you're left with what I consider to be a little more balanced and yep. you know, all the flavors there, but so after drinking one, you're, you're not done of that flavor. Right. It's not, it's not too much. No, I think there's an avenue for it. I think it could be a good introduction for someone that introduces it as craft beer and they go, wow, this is craft beer. And then they progress. No different than having your first IPA. Yep. And then you have that double IPA and you go, oh, no, you know, my palate's a little bit more mature. Here we go. And yep. I can enjoy things for what they really are, how, how they should be. So, um, See, and even on that regard, we, 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 we zig when everyone else zags. Our double IPA is actually more malt balanced than our than some of our single IPAs yeah. are. Right. So our double IPA is actually easier to drink and, and, and a, a better balanced beer. Bring down that pungentness. And, and yeah. probably more popular than, than our singles. Interesting. Uh, yeah. I heard a customer say yesterday that he was convinced that what I had given him was not a double IPA. It's yeah. not a double IPA. Fighting words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it's... It, it, but if you do it right... Beer, beer is so, so broad. You know, what a double IPA is, it ranges from piney to fruity to bitter to balanced to, to malt. Like, Dogfish Head 120 yeah. is an extremely yeah. popular beer. Very, very, very malty. Very malty. Yeah. And it's almost like a hop schnapps or something absolutely. like that, rather than absolutely. being that bang in the face, you know. Absolutely. But that beer is incredibly different than our Overboard Double IPA. Right. And it, it's, yes, it's, you know, it's, right. it is a double IPA, but you can't let the word, which is. And people get like that. Yeah, yeah. they do. They, they see IPA and they're like, ah, I don't like IPAs. Right. And it's like, give, give this beer a chance. Yeah. Give this beer a chance because I will find something that you like. Even I agree. if you don't drink beer, I will find something on my menu that yeah. you can at least have one. I agree. And then yeah. that is one thing that you guys do have. You guys have a full spectrum on that menu. From someone that does like that lager to someone that's going to like that, you know, that coffee chocolate stout that, you know, someone is just wanting. Um, so I do want to touch base, and I talked to Leslie for a moment about this. So let's 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 go back in time to March of last year when things kind of hit the fan a little bit. Um, obviously, nobody in this case had a, in a case of emergency, pandemic, break glass, and this is what we do. So I, I kind of wanted to know what you guys did to adapt and what you learned from some of the restrictions that rolled out and how that affected you as far as a local business trying to survive. Well, we, we kind of fell into a couple of things serendipitously. Uh, first off, we had a great customer base, yep. a very loyal customer base. I love them to death. They're awesome. They're good to us. Yeah. They've been fantastic to us. Second, we had been trying to get into being able to serve growlers and get our license to serve mm-hmm. growlers and crowlers for literally six months. I mean, we had bought the machine. It was sitting in here. We had cans. Stereos. We were ready to go, <laughs> and we kept getting delays from the state. I'm not sure why. Um, I could go off on a, on a long story about how that happened, but we had we had we had the equipment sitting here, and go. literally the day before the shutdown was announced. Monday. Monday, we got a license. license. So they said, okay, 
we're shut down. Tuesday. And, and Tuesday, we went through, what, a quarter of our cans? We sold more on Tuesday than we sold any day previous year today. Yes. Wow. There was this March, so yep. it wasn't a, a yeah, big deal. not a lot. But, but I mean, we went through a, a vast majority of our cans on one day. We, of course, didn't have a whole lot of cans because we were, you know, not expecting... What's the expectation? Right. 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 But immediately, we saw that and we went, ah, and ordered, can, ordered a pallet of cans that day. Didn't know where we were going to put it because we're in such a small cans. building. Yeah. It was like, had no room to store it, but we're buying pallet of cans. This worked out, yeah, this worked out great because a couple of days later, when all the other breweries went, right. ah, they tried to order cans, they're out of cans. Right. So we had a couple of the breweries in Pensacola call us and say, hey, uh, we understand that you just got a pallet of cans. Uh, our cans aren't going to be here for a few more days, and we're almost out. Can borrow some cans? Absolutely. Wow. Send, some, send, send, some, send some folks with some boxes. Nice. So we were able to keep I, some other, other folks alive. I love uh, that our little brewery really came together. It, it really is. That's, that's one thing I love as well is that every brewery owner that I've spoken to, every brewer that I've spoken to in this area, um, they're willing to help. That's what you it's know. about. Yeah. I mean, really, it is. It's, 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 it's you know, just you know, a larger scale, but, you know, hey, can I, can I borrow a cup of sugar? Hey, can yeah. I borrow a pound pack of grain? <laughs> Absolutely. I don't, I don't know a single other industry where I can walk into your place, talk to the owner, purveyor of the business, and say, what's your recipe for this? And they'll tell me. Right. Yeah. No other industry. No, not at all. Yeah. Because and it's cutthroat competition on any other industry. Right. That's the great thing about craft beer is there's enough to go around. Right. There is. Um, you know, we've got 17 what I would call local breweries in Santa Rosa and Scambia County. And I think there's room for that. Absolutely. Um, I, I wouldn't feel bad asking any of the other 16 breweries to borrow a bag of grain. I mean, you have one across the street. Yeah. Right? yeah. I mean, you could literally have and, one and, next door. And, and he's helped us out. Right. You know, we, we had some, we had some, you know, some CO2 I, issues. I, I sincerely he, think that tank. both yeah. of our businesses are doing better now that we're here and kind of advertising together, right? Yes. Like, now it's not just, hey, I'm going to go to Brew Angels, I'm going to come to Beardless. Now it's like, hey, I'm going to go to Milton. Right. You know, we start becoming that destination location. So I want a couple of beers and dinner. All right, I'm going to go down to Milton. I can get a couple of good craft beers and dinner now. Two years ago, that wasn't a thing. Gotcha. At all. Gotcha. Was there ever a moment that you guys just looked around and said, oh, no, we're not going to get through this? No. No? I don't think so. No, no. I mean, during the pandemic. There, so there, it was, were, there were a few times where we said, oh, no, we can't make enough beer. Yep. <laughs> That's a good problem. I, I, it is. It's still a problem. <laughs> it still is. Um, but... You know, we, we were very fortunate. We have low overhead compared to a lot of the bigger breweries. We are on a three and a half barrel system. Um, that's what, 95 gallons, something math to me. It's not much bigger. Um, we're able to keep those costs low. And like I said, Milton has been really good to us. They were able to come out and support us. Uh, Whitingfield, they were able to come out here and grab to go beers. Without the military guys, I don't know if we would have made it. Um, and even, even the city government, you know, when, when, when we finally could start kind of reopening a little bit and the governor gave the guidance, or the, I guess the, whoever it was, the, the Florida government gave the guidance that breweries could reopen if they had food on site. Yep. There were some issues with food trucks in the city of Milton. We went to the city of Milton, uh, the council, and said, um, can we get can we have a food truck? And they agreed to, to let us have a food truck while this is going on to keep small businesses operational. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so, you know, 
Yeah, you couldn't ask more Mass than the support that you guys yeah. got. I'll, I'll tell you, like, one of the first time I met you, Nick, was I pulled up and I was expecting to get a couple of growlers. Uh, crawlers and you're like we're all out and I was like dang it but I, at the same time I was so happy because it's such a good problem that you guys uh, had to encounter uh, I, there's there's always things that we you know we're, we're always trying to grow um, we wish that we could just have you know a 10 barrel system set up and just pump out beer as fast as we can make it and we excel and that'd be great um, but I think we would lose a little bit of the community that we've established um, so I, I really don't mind being small and kind of growing as Milton grows. Um, oh, it's, it's actually really nice, especially to a, a we'll, call, we'll say a crafter hobbyist. Yep. When I see that you guys are pumping out new releases, yeah. and I, I sit there and I go, man, they got another new release. I, I guess I have to go check it out, right? You know, and like I said, you know, <laughs> we, you know, we, sour's we do, not my thing. Yeah, we, we do a new release about every week. It's um, amazing. Probably on average more than more than one a week. Uh, and, and you can't do that on the larger scale because then you're married to that yeah. for yes. X amount of time, and you're just trying to pump it out so so you don't lose the the, the margin on that, right? Yep. You know. So all right, so beardless in a nutshell used to be a service station at one point in time. Yeah, the building was okay. um, back in the '60s. It was a golf station. Okay. Um, we saw we saw this rundown kind of dilapidated property a couple of years ago, and it was overgrown with shrubs, and the windows were boarded up. They're like, hey, that place has yeah. potential. The garage door. Garage, garage doors didn't work. Ten thousand dollars at garage doors <laughs> later. Here we are. Uh, no, but the, like I said, we we couldn't be happier. Um, we are right across the street from Brew Angels. They helped us immensely. You know, they already had a year's worth of followers. Right. We showed up and started piggybacking off of that. Um, and then I think that together collectively we were able to really grow the number of people that knew that there was craft beer in downtown Milton. Um, and you know, and, and even with that, you know, I, I love the fact you know we'll do live music on a Saturday night, and we have you know we're, we're, we got a lot of folks here, and then yeah. people are sitting outside of Brew Angels, yeah, you know, drinking his beer, eating his food, listening to our music. It's that's cool. That's a beautiful cool. thing. It's yeah. nothing cool. Yeah, for that local artist, that's oh, awesome. Yeah. You yeah. know, you're getting the exposure on both sides of the street, exactly. all day. So, what can we expect? Year from now, five years from now. We got a lot. We got a lot. Of yeah. Um, do we drop bombs here or no? I mean, I mean just a hint to keep so, us excited. So yeah. Big things are coming. Um, we want to be closer to the heart of downtown Bill. Um, we've outgrown this place. We've already moved our brewing operations outside. We are literally <laughs> bursting. <laughs> in we've got our grain in the shed. We put in a huge cooler out back. We literally can't make more beer here. I believe our assistant brewer got stuck between fermenters. Yeah, yeah, the other day, the assistant wow. tied together. He was trying yeah. to clean. Yeah. Got stuck. It's probably that freaking beauty. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. Yeah. That yeah. That's why we yeah. need to get that shaved. That's yeah. why we yeah. do yeah. 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 that shaved. Yeah. That's the running joke here is that, you know, if Leslie cleans and does a great job of cleaning and making room for something, we fill up something new. There's a foot over here. Yes. Yes. We can do that. Very much so. No joke. That's it. So we moved from a one barrel system two years ago. Uh, we bought a three-barrel system in the middle of a pandemic last year. We've already now, bought some seven-barrel fermenters and now, more now fermenters double, are on the way. Batching into that. Wow. Yeah. Uh, our, our sales year-to-year are doubling. Um, we need more space. We are currently under contract on a building closer to Blackwater. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Um, later this year, we expect to be moving locations. Um, and this is kind of the first public acknowledgement okay. of that. Yeah. Um, okay. 
So big things to come. Beard list is yeah. getting much bigger, and I think that um, it's well deserved. All, all of us it's are well very, very excited to see what twenty twenty one can really bring from it. Okay, yeah. man, that's exciting news. Because yeah. I'll tell you, you guys, you know, you guys do it right. You know, there's just a a touch of that community embrace here. And like I said, I've been in here for about a year, and this is, when I, this is one of the first breweries I came here, and I'm like, man, this feels right. This feels like home. You know, and that's the that's the atmosphere that you have here. And, and that's, that's the, one of the great things. I've had so many people that aren't from Milton, you know, maybe pilots, college students, retirees, whatever, say that you could pick up this building, this brewery, and put it in Omaha, Nebraska, or oh. Berkeley, California, or or <laughs> Washington, Denver. or you know, Denver, or, or East Coast, anywhere, and this little you know garage right. brewery would would be a little cool little fits. local hangout. It, it fits, fits. It fits. like you said. It, it's over, very it's universal. You pick yeah. it up yes. and you you go and they go. That's brewery. Yes. Yeah, right there. Right. Yeah. So we're flirting with this last question. So answer it the way you want. This that and the other. Yeah. Uh, um, Celebrity, historic figure, dead or alive, who do you want? Who do you want to have a beer with? Ben Franklin. Ben Franklin. Yeah, he did have that quote, right? He, he absolutely <laughs> did. He had that yes. quote that said, uh, uh, "Absolutely, beer is a sign that God loves us," or something like that. It, makes, so, it, it wants us to be happy. It wants um, us to be happy. I'm sure he although, has, although, really, my, my second one on that, yeah, kind of just to kind of geek out into, into the into the you know brewing aspect, mm-hmm. would be Fritz Maytag. Okay. Who who who, who the anchors? Yeah. Who, yeah. Who, who, not, I mean, he didn't found it, but I mean, he, he rescued it and took yeah. over Anchor yeah. and made it into a, a, a kept it alive, fantastic place. Yeah. And uh, I've got a I've got a friend who actually met him while Fritz was doing a tour. Wow! And, and Fritz Maytag did not say that he was giving a tour. He, it was not advertised. He was just doing the tour one day, and my friend said, "That's that's Fritz Maytag who's doing that tour for me." That's cool. So, that is cool and nerdy. You're right. I, that's I'm, fine. I, yeah. That's I fine. Can nerd out. I like it. No pressure. I'm, yeah, no pressure. No pressure. I'm. I'm just gonna. Um, if it helps you, I said Keanu Reeves. That was my answer. <laughs> oh, that's just, a good one. That's, no, so, I like Keanu Reeves. Have you met? Him? No, I haven't. No. See, no. there you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. He so, did the Matrix, right? Is it me yet? It is, is it you. Me? I'm sorry. Is it me? Go ahead. Thanks. Not all about you, Alyssa. Sometimes it is. She did get the hat. She did get the hat. I was jealous of the hat. She has stickers too. What? Uh, yep. Chris, we're we're, we'll we're we'll trying to get free merch. You got to find the right guys. He coordinated this thing. He didn't know that y'all would be here. Sorry. We're always here. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why. I'll call, I'll call headquarters. Yeah. Right. All right. So, I, I told you I'm the loudest owner. Um, I would love to have a beer here with Mark Hamill. Here? That, yeah. yes. Here. Here. Yeah. First question? I don't know that I would actually be able to talk. No, you just let him talk. I just, yeah. Like, I, I mean, I well, I don't think I even want to try. Poke, maybe? Yeah. Poke, yeah. poke make sure it's real? Right, yeah. right. Oh. Yeah, I might. Well, I'm first like question, that. obviously, would be what kind of beer can I get? Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh. Oh. Set you up. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make, make that you talk to his people. He'll talk to your people. Yeah. Does that happen? Absolutely. Okay. Nicholas? Um, who do I want to talk to? God, I really don't like talking. Even, okay. I'm pretty sure he's like said the most. 
I wasn't going to say it, but I'll edit that part out. <laughs> um, who do I want to have a beer with? Pamela Anderson. Pamela Anderson. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, that'd okay. be a fun beer. That would be an interesting conversation, I'm sure. No, yeah. it'd be good. I wouldn't yeah. say much. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> Again, I don't think you need Don't to. let my wife hear this one. No, uh, I'll let it. I'll let it. Nick had no answer. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, I thank you guys for letting me come here Absolutely. and just have a small chat. And I, I definitely appreciate the time. I enjoy just picking the brain and just uh, understand the, the, the adventure that you guys are on right now. Uh, because you see, you know, in this past year, there's a lot of small breweries that didn't make it. And you guys figured out a way to survive and you've adapted and you, you know, you escalated into a manner of, okay, we were going to do this. Now we have no choice but to do this. So to roll out what you guys did is pretty amazing. Uh, the city of Milton really thinks that you guys uh, exist. And I thank you guys that you guys exist because it is pretty amazing for me to be here. And, and it feels like home. You know, my, my family understands, you know, I, I'm going to go to the brewery. And they're like, oh, just like back at home. And I'm like, yeah. You know, so I'm, I'm teaching two little kids to enjoy craft beer for the actual uh, art of it and not that it's somebody that's just drinking beer so yeah. it's a it's definitely a beautiful thing you guys here and i thank you cool all right thank you, thank you so much chris thanks man i yeah. appreciate the time yeah absolutely yeah. all right that's the end of the episode thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to the bruise and biceps podcast it is definitely appreciated by myself and brent thank you to the wonderful people over at beerless brew house Steve, Leslie, and Nick, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to sit down and talk craft beer with me. And make sure you follow us everywhere on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and etc. And listen to our other episodes of the Bruise and Biceps podcast. And for now, here's a quick word from our sponsor. Until next time, bye-bye.